Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel Cast Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond from Avengers and Defenders to Al Dan and Clumsy Fowler. My name is Ashley Hobley, your Marvelous Podcast host, and joining me today, the Astonishing Norm Blight. Uh, yes, happy to be here and talk about blipping. Blipping real good. Do they blip? I mean, they blip in and out, right? Surely. I don't think you can use that term to describe what they're doing in this. I'm ready to do some interchanging across <laughs> time and space. Doesn't, doesn't sound as cool. No, I guess not. Uh, but, you know, they've already used that term. so True. Uh, yeah, so today we're talking about The Marvels, the latest film in the MCU uh, so yeah, we're going to go full spoiler, so please be aware we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the plot, themes, and ending of the movie, so if you haven't watched it, come back later, it's playing everywhere. Probably. Still. With that said, let's jump to our discussion of The Marvels. Carol Danvers, prodigal child of the Milky Way. Nick Fury. My favorite one-eyed man of intrigue. How goes it out there? I don't know. Cold, no air, space. Captain Marvel, the Annihilator. You took everything from me. And now I'm returning the favor. light-based powers so we switch places whenever we use them strong theory you can absorb light i can see it and kamala who's kamala hi she can turn light into physical matter directed by naya da costa written by naya da costa mega mcdonald Alyssa karasik uh starring brie larson tiona paris aman valani zawi ashton gary lewis park c june Zenoba Shroff, Mohan Kapoor, Sega Shike, and Samuel L. Jackson. Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel, has reclaimed her identity from the tyrannical Kree and taken revenge on the Supreme Intelligence. But unintended consequences see Carol shouldering the burden of a destabilized universe. When her duties send her to a wormhole linked to a Kree revolutionary, her powers become entangled with that of Jersey City superfan Kamala Khan, aka Ms. Marvel and Carol's estranged niece, now Sabre astronaut Captain Monica Rambeau. Together, this unlikely trio must team up and learn to work in concert to save the universe as the Marvels. Uh, so by the time this goes up, I should have my review up on explosion.com, and at time of recording, I'm looking at giving it a 6.5. Uh, so I've written, The Marvels is proof that charm and charisma will take you far with this, this team of three women proving a joy to tag along with through a middling, disjointed adventure. Uh, while this is unlikely to be anyone's favourite Marvel film, every character comes out looking better and with more potential stories going forward, which should help to instill some faith into the future of the MCU, which it desperately needs. Uh, yeah, so I think the cast is all fantastic. All the chemists, they have fantastic chemistry across the board. Uh, but the story, not good. The villain, not good. Dylan, what are your thoughts on the Marvels? Um, so I enjoyed it. I I think it's a it's a fun time. Um, I think I think the the biggest 
I want to say it's not really a problem with the movie, but I definitely feel like if we wasn't, if this movie wasn't coming out, I mean, this movie's already going to have a million problems for it anyway. Like, A, it's a sequel to Captain Marvel, which already had a hate campaign. Yeah. We've talked about it a million times for Brie Larson, like, misogyny camp yep. campaign. Um, it's got two women of color in it. It's a movie yep. starring a bunch of women. The bad guys were like it's already sort of going up against the wall the problem is also then it's coming out after that variety article and whatever else and i've already seen a lot of reactions to the movie generally being you know it's all right but it's not the movie to save the mcu and i'm sort of like how's that this movie's fault you know like this movie why why is it these actors why is it neither costa's fault that like they have the mcu everything around them is shit (laughs) yeah because I, I think this is a fine movie. I think this is a, a I think this is a perfectly okay Marvel movie. And in fact, this is I would happily take more like this, which is like I'd I'd sort of be I'd actually if you're giving a six point five, I think I'd actually be like a, a seven, probably. Maybe yeah. Like sort of thing. I mean like those I, are the two numbers I've been tossing up all day. So. <laughs> I think I I'd at least be at a seven a seven for a minimum. I I could push it to a seven point five if I wanted to be like really nice or something. But like I think I loved the chemistry between mm-hmm. all of the cast. Seeing like this movie is a joy to watch when it's just them having fun together, the three of them. Yep. Um and then any moment it goes back to oh yeah we've got a bad guy (laughs) Um, and it's not like she's fine i can't remember the actor's name but she's fine it's just on paper that that person she's a one no character yeah she's not given much to to deal with and well she is but like they don't do anything with it because ultimately like so she's got super interesting motivations and goals where she's wanting to collect resources from other planets and by doing that she's creating holes in the universe to suck those yeah. resources back up to save Kree or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because Captain Marvel destroyed the Supreme Intelligence after the first movie and doomed that planet. I don't know how defeating the Supreme Intelligence suddenly turned the sun off, but, you know. No idea. But like a lot of thing. these things in the movie, it's just like, it's, it's like, that's okay. how that works. <laughs> hey, this is the explanation as to what why Captain yeah. Marvel hasn't come home in the last 30 years. Yeah. It's kind of, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, you know. Every time she has a choice, she chooses violence. I mean, even the last moment uh, with the villain in the conclusion where, you know, like, I'll restart your son. Uh, you know, <laughs> she takes off the thing that's stabbing her and then she's you know, like decides to attack Captain Marvel. It's like, that's a very yeah. phase one villain. Yeah, because I, I, her motivation and like why she's doing what she does, I'm like, this actually has a lot of potential for a good villain because mm-hmm. most of the best Marvel villains have been ones that aren't just i'm a bad guy and i'm out to destroy like you know she's like hey i you know i view captain marvel as a bad guy and i'm like i get it like in your eyes she destroyed your your planet you know sucked away all your resources Mm -hmm. like i get it but yeah like just she was giving nothing to to make that work so whenever that's happening in the movie so that's the worst part of the movie is the villain and just like the actual anything to do with that part of the movie it's just like well whatever um the three characters getting to know each other though out of joy those those three actresses yep. fantastic everything i would have wanted out of this uh kamala khan wise what a joy yep. like i had so much fun watching her um on screen i can't wait to see more um but yeah i, I definitely feel like I, and then the thing is i also don't like if this movie is a seven i 
like in my eyes i'm like okay that's why is that a bad thing you know why does every marvel movie the only reason that this marvel movie is going to get put on a high pedestal is because it's apparently the one that had to save the mcu but i'm like what about all the other shit movies we've had (laughs) i mean to be fair we were just coming off in guardians of the galaxy was pretty fantastic yeah and i mean guardians of the galaxy is probably the best movie we've had in quite some time but honestly i would have to bring up the and i'm fucking i might even um i'd have to bring up the the list of movies here to say like what have i actually enjoyed huh let's fucking like because I, f- I fear when i left the cinema of this i was like i feel like this is the, one of the most the best movies i've actually put out in a while which kind of says something about the the level of quality so all right so the marvels guardians of the galaxy volume three which is definitely going to be the high point of the last like year or two i guess ant-man and the boss quantumania that i didn't like that black panther will come to forever i think i liked it more in the moment and it's just become more and more forgettable as we've got away from it um for love and thunder same sort of story um dr strange and the multiverse of madness i'd sort of put this like i don't know it's probably like around the same score as this to me but for different reasons if you know what i mean mm. um no way home was fine like i don't love it as much as others eternals obviously we all know that movies whatever and then shang chi we actually like that one so the last movie i feel like the last movie that out of all that list, the only ones I can clearly say, like, yes, I actually liked that movie, like, definitively, but above a, it was okay. Like, I liked that movie. I liked the Marvels. I really liked Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I liked Shang-Chi. Yep. Cool. You know, so I just don't know why, yeah, this, it's a seven, whatever, in my mind, like, it's fine, but it's, it's going to, I just, I'm so... I'm I'm preparing myself for the annoyance I'm going to feel seeing this movie get shit on, shreds, yeah. and not and and a lot of it's going to be because it apparently is not the Infinity War, and I'm like, why would you? Yeah, anyway, don't. Know. Who's assuming it ever was going to be that? I I'm <laughs> telling you right now, this movie is going to get just uh, it's going to get it's I can I've already seen it start happening. Like for some reason, this movie is just. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've also seen the opposite reaction where obviously, you know, all the variety stuff has come out and like expectations were low. So people are pleasantly surprised uh, by the film. So I don't, you know, it's not, I think there are, uh, you know, there's a silver lining to it as well. I feel like it's something to be said for going to watch a Marvel movie also and just being like, you know what? The plot was pretty stupid. I got nothing out of that. But at least it was fun. You know, it was a fun time at cinema. Yeah, it was cool like seeing Captain Marvel time. again. And, you know, I think there are sequences in this film that are cool. There are bits. Like, I think the uh, fight sequences are probably actually some of the best choreography in the whole of the MCU. I mean... I think the, the planning... <laughs> I think the planning that goes into that, switching between the characters and stuff, especially that first big sequence where they're switching between multiple locations, I think the planning for something like that um, may go unappreciated. Yeah. Because it was, I found it a little bit jarring at first, but you have to appreciate the, the commitment to the, to the, my thing is, I feel like they blew their load with that. That was far more impressive than anything else they do in the rest of the yeah. film. Well, the, the end of the it's just so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Let we'll me go have it. our big final sequence in a void of nothingness <laughs> soundstage like i'm telling you if there was reshoots for this movie it's fucking that's so where it was still trying that's to where it was so, that, that. So, yeah. so they could get to the after credit scene like is the only reason yeah i mean yeah um but yeah uh breaking down the characters aman Vellani, captain marvel uh ms marvel 
fantastic. Uh, we've got another cool, fun animated sequence uh, mm. that similar to the first uh, episode of Ms. Marvel. So she was fantastic. I really love seeing her family back again, uh, yeah. even though, you know, obviously they're there mostly as comedic relief. You know, it's just, you know, some of those sweet family moments are really nice because ultimately this is also a family movie, I guess, with the, the ties between uh, Monica and Carol. Um, mm. But yeah, she was... You know, if 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 they haven't already made her the centerpiece of the MCU going forward, they surely should now, at this point, because she is definitely the, I think definitively at this point the best new character they've introduced since it's, Infinity War. She's the most enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I can understand how I could see another point being she doesn't really have much of a an actual story like in the movie outside of it's just like her. I guess her story is her first like big adventure you know yeah. like actual superhero shit and to me that's fine like a hero. yeah yeah you know. like i i don't need every single movie of every single superhero to have some major life traumatic, altering yeah yeah like life altering thing like i can, but i can see that probably being some complaints by people that she doesn't actually have a and that would be wrong yeah <laughs> uh i really enjoyed brie in this one obviously um you know just we enjoyed her in Captain Marvel, but, you know, I feel like she was way more stoic than she was in this, you know, they're definitely having a bit more fun, bouncing a little bit off her two co-stars. Uh, mm. you know. Well, her character's changed because you got to remember, it's, like, Captain Marvel. you got to remember 30 years has happened in between. Yeah, and, like, Captain Marvel, she's, like, for the majority of that movie, she's also, like, amnesia, she doesn't know yeah. where she is, she's crash-landed on a separate... Like, I, this I is the real time- first time we've seen... Yeah, this version of Carol Danvers. Every time people talk about that movie, they're like, "Wow, she's so angry and stuff." I'm like, "Well, sh- she's on a planet. She doesn't know where she is. She's very confused." Like, y- yeah, you'd probably be not making jokes, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah it's a you- lot more fun to watch her in this movie. Just you know, kicking back in casual clothes, getting out of a super outfit, just like that sequence where they're trying to practice like unifying their powers, like and like yeah, timing, juggling, timing, and stuff yeah. like that. That was really cool. I d- so this. The thing that throws me off is the body positions, because obviously they're doing the skipping rope, yeah. And one person is jumping, but when they switch places, they're not jumping; they're standing. Mm, I guess it's if you're jumping as well. But right? they didn't jump, you know. No, it's I don't know. Like, yeah, whatever. I don't. I don't want to get into the science of it. We'll Break the immersion. You know, but yeah, that that was a thought that crossed my mind. But um, what did you think of the revelation that she destroyed the Kiri, and that's the reason she didn't come back to Earth? Um. It's a dumb reason. Yeah. <laughs> a bit dumb, yeah. It's like, oh, well, she came back during the blip. That was, which, you know. Yeah. Makes sense because she got Nick's uh, page. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of weird that she never checked in at any point before that. Also, it's weird that at no point she didn't go like, maybe I could just restart this on. You know, would that even things up? No, it took a scientist to say that, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, then Monica Rambeau, uh, she was solid, enjoyable. I think she, she's a little bit overshadowed because the other two are kind of on the opposite ends of the spectrum and kind it's of like, bigger draws. Like Captain Marvel, Brie Larson's like sort of in neutral, like she's fun, a little bit more fun, but like serious at the same time. And then obviously yep. Kamala Khan's like super joyful, fun, like most of the movie. Yeah. She's definitely on the complete opposite of like... 
she's serious for the most of the time um not to say that's a bad point but it's like sort of how they balance out i really enjoyed it though i think she did like a really good job with her character she's probably the most exposition giving person in the film that oh helps, yeah like, absolutely so many so info much. dumps <laughs> yeah all the info dumps come from her and stuff like that but yeah i really enjoyed her um i was worried at first like coming in like seeing how she would mix in this movie especially um and I, i'm still intrigued to see how like the audience reaction for people who haven't watched wandavision go for her and stuff like here's that here's my but, question yeah. How important are the three shows and movies? Not important at all. I think this movie does a really, really good job in that first 20 minutes of just going, here's all the information you need. I feel like I I, I can't say 100% because I've like sat someone down who hasn't watched those things and said, can you understand this? But I feel like you'd be okay. I don't know. Yeah. The people behind me, one of them was like, well, they were talking before the movie and like, oh, I've not been catching up on anything in the MCU. Part of me is, is like, it, what the hell are you doing here? But then also, it's like, yeah. <laughs> is yeah, it a thing of like, would, are people only going to question it? Like, if you start a normal movie or a sequel, imagine if this was just a sequel to Captain Marvel and the TV shows and stuff didn't exist and these characters just showed mm-hmm. up. You wouldn't be questioning it. You'd just be going, well, the movie, you'll just trust the that movie the movie explain would explain it. it to you. But because we live in a world where people know, oh, I haven't watched these shows, and then they're going to be going, well, is this actually a new character to this or should I feel bad that I haven't watched things where these characters potentially could be from, you know? Yeah. Well, my example is I always, I never watched the first Terminator. I always watched Judgment Day through yeah. my childhood. And that movie doesn't matter if you watch the first movie or not. So No, you would have no idea if you never looked at the title that it was actually a sequel. Even no. though they're talking about things from a previous um, film, as far as the movie is concerned, you just, they're, they're talking about a pre- event ha- that happened prior to that film. Yeah. Yeah. You can just go back, you know, in the world where prequels are such a common thing now, it's like, you know, non-chronicle, non-chronological storytelling is fine. Yeah, I, I really don't think it's You an, can pick an and choose what you watch, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll tell you what What show I didn't remember while watching this, and that was Secret Invasion, because Samuel Jackson actually looked like he was having a good time in this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, I guess there is one slight tie-in to Secret Invasion, but that's about it. Like, during Secret Invasion, they mentioned, like, a bunch of uh, rebel Skrulls went off to, like, founded by the colony under an emperor or something. That's the only thing that comes up, I think. But yeah. Samuel Jackson, a lot of fun. Loved kind of everything on the the sword station. Um, Especially her interacting with the, the parents. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Goose laying eggs everywhere. What a star. Cr- so is it implied that Goose's eggs destroyed the space station? Am I that, well, understanding that correctly? Yeah. Or was it the I, power outage? I can't remember. I think, the, no. The, well, it was the, the blast ship- from the, the thing that knocked them. Well, they show it quick. Help. They show it a couple. They show it for a couple yeah. seconds, like when the blast happens, it hits the sword. So I don't think the eggs helped, but. Yeah. No. But yes, we get a bunch of Florkins all yeah. over the place, which help in one of the most bizarre escape, uh, escape sequences I've ever seen. Yeah. I remember seeing someone tweet, like someone from press, say that the movie um, went stupid at the end and turned them right off. And then when that sequence started, I was like, oh, this is the make or break moment. <laughs> to me, this is great. <laughs> but I can no, say, like... No, it, well, that was the make or break moment. <laughs> but yes, I could... Uh, I could understand how you would think a bunch of cats eating up people so they can escape 
put them in a escape pod and then regurgitate them back on Earth would be a breaking point for some people. It's pretty funny. But also bonus points for setting it to memory from cats. Mm. Mm. Just, uh, yeah. Beautiful. Also, why, you know, I know why, but why didn't the parents get eaten? You know, I feel like they could have been... Uh, Nick could have used some of the sword members in that spaceship instead. Well, of they the would have had to spit them out anyway, because I like how they're smart yeah. enough that when the ship starts like going out of contact, they just spit a couple people out to like rebalance it. You know? <laughs> so like, oh yeah, the cats are super smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also love the uh, the water world. I can't remember what the na- the name is, uh, and the whole lead up to that was Captain Marvel being super sus. The seeing oh, world. Yeah. Like they bring out, she brings up the world and the random yeah. fact mm. like being super sus. And then the reveal that uh, Captain Marvel is the new Disney princess. Uh, mm. you know? I saw your tweet and I was like, this movie's not out in America yet. This tweet will not go down. Like, this is not going to do numbers yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one is going to get this reference at all. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it hasn't come out in the US, but you know, <laughs> we're all the Australian love. Um, <laughs> yeah, it cheers the Disney princess. You know, she's a princess of this random planet for legal reasons or like, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. But yeah, it's a very silly idea. Political reasons. Very silly. Everybody's so. They they only speak in song. Thankfully, the prince is bilingual. Such an example to me, though, like this sequence here is an example of several things in this movie. A, when they start heading to this planet and they get down there and then all this stuff ha- starts happening, I was, I had a moment where I was going, why are we here? Like, I think my brain just, I don't know if I just zoned in and out for a second or whatever, but I was like, I cannot remember why we're at this planet. And I think it's water. just, yeah, I guess, but like, I can't remember why that exact planet. Um, I think, but this is like one of the things of this movie. This movie just come up has beats and they sort of just come up with reasons for characters to go right. do yeah i write they... it feels like a movie that um was more invested in hitting points checking things off a list rather than yeah telling us it does because i was like because they get there and i'm like this is a fucking fantastic sequence i'm enjoying this but i'm pretty sure you wrote how we got here after you've like sort of filmed the sequence you know yeah. and then on the other half it's also a thing of this sequence is so fun and funny and weird, really weird. Mm. Um, it just feels so opposite to how a lot of the rest of the movie, in particular, the the final act is where I'm like, well, how do you have such a f- weird sequence here? And then switch gears to the ending the movie in such a boring way. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just get to it. The conclusion of the movie, uh, the big villain, Ben Dar is trying to, you know, steal the sun. Opens a jump ship portal right there uh, on the edge of the Earth's sun, uh, and they all go fight her. Okay. But she accidentally opens the portal, a massive portal, to another universe, and the only way it can be closed is uh, if Monica Rambo goes inside after being charged up by the other two and closes it from the inside. It ends yep. up trapped on the other side. Yep. I mean, when you describe it like that, it doesn't sound terrible, but in <laughs> in, in execution, action, it was, yeah, it was very boring. It was boring, bland, and completely void of anything that the rest of the movie had going for it. You know, it was it was not a good action sequence. It didn't. It in fact, it really didn't feel like it was filmed 
by the same people as the the other couple action sequences. It felt like it had no style to it, substance to it. It felt like a typical Marvel sort of action sequence. Also, weirdly, then you just got like three repeated shots of slow-mo jumps in the air. I was like, why are we doing the same thing like several times over? I mean, um, to be fair, at that point, they should have been able to take her out pretty quickly. You'd hope so, but... Um, but yeah, just filming this entire thing on... Yeah, it's just a, you know, a green screen. Empty space say, An empty space ship sequence I'm like, no goons a, or anything Nothing. yeah just what a weird way to end this movie that up until this point had been rather colorful and um much more vibrant than this it to me and until someone tells me otherwise and can prove it this this is not the original ending of the movie this is a we need to get this thing to happen to this thing to get the character over into a different earth to do an after credit sequence we need to change the ending of the movie that's that's how i'm taking this I think that's a, a fair assumption. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Um, or yeah, that is definitely an element that was like reworked. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it does. It does. It, it it's underwhelming. Which sucks because it's, it's, it's Marvel consistently the worst part of most Marvel projects continues to be when they have to get involved with the larger mcu mm. the second they step away it's like instead of having a final act that could have a much more significant and emotional payoff to the villain um to the planet um to even these characters like making like even another like you know all these emotional highs and what like any of that forget about it you know yeah yeah, the sooner these Marvel Spotlight things get started, the better. <laughs> <laughs> these disconnected uh, stories, the better, yeah. Because I just feel like even a little bit more here at the end, if this movie had to just, like, worried about its own its own shit before trying to tread woods over to the larger MCU, I, I don't, I don't want to say, like, it magically would have fixed the, the 80% that came before it, but having an end sequence that was better for that villain with a little bit more of an emotional moment between her and um carol and some like rewriting of how that all pays off i would say it would have fixed yeah. all of it but definitely no. would have made a huge difference yeah also she did not look great when she was powered up no i think that was probably the worst like a lot of bit is a lot of been made about all the delays of the movie for visual effects mm. and that kind of stuff i thought across the board pretty solid mm. no worse than uh anything recently definitely not as bad as quantumania but no. um but yeah this that did better look... than quantumania until that until the ending yeah, that did not look yeah. great. No. So again, probably playing into your theory of that's this is how it was meant to end. Mm. Uh even though, you know, obviously you had that further farther faster line, which has been in a bunch of trailers for a while, but yeah. Whatever. That could have been in the, that could have been the line from the original ending for all you know. <laughs> that's true. Uh yeah. So you know, they end up on Earth, everybody's sad, you know. Carol restarts the Halal Halal Sun. Yeah, and then she's moved into the Frambo house until they come back. Um, that was a good moment, I feel like the at least like it's the, weird that then. her family's there though. I get well, you couldn't not, get anybody not, else to help you. <laughs> not really. I feel like it's just like she, I don't know. I took it as like they're all sort of just like it's just showing that Carol and Carol and Kamala are just like so close now, and yeah. Kamala's so close to her family that they sort of. Like it's, to, if you get yeah. if you get Kamala, you get her family. There's no, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, Dylan, what was the most marvelous moment of the Marvels? You sort of missed a part before you get to the end because I'm pretty sure the after credit scene did not include an appearance by um, Kate Bishop. I'm getting to that. Okay, right. I was about to say, I thought it was just. Okay, never mind. Uh, the most marvelous I think moment. that is pre post credits. Okay, the sure. Pre post credits? You mean the actual movie? That's right. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought we talked about the movie and then the movie. I didn't realize, I didn't realize we did the, the post pre post credits. Come on. Scene. Okay, my bad. Um, most marvelous moment yeah i'm just gonna go that the i'm just gonna go the 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 original fight sequence the the first one where they're all jumping around stuff i was just like that's what i was going with as well because sitting there watching that i'm going oh baby we back for a while for at least that sequence i was going this is some good shit (laughs) you know that and then you know um yeah the way (laughs) just all the comedic bits on on top of you know all the the, the actually good action, um, all the the stuff with uh, Kamala's family actually trying to get involved and then being mm. a threat, threatened and that kind of stuff. I think, yeah. It, also, it, just when the fight when the fight ends and they're just all of them like death staring Kamala as they're like sweeping up and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and then fucking Goose just eating random shit in the background. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's just perfectly put together. Uh, also. I'll shout out the sequence. I think it's a sequence right after where uh, Kamala is falling from the sky. Yeah. And that, you know, Monica has to go try and save her using a. Monica has a completely new power set in this movie, but, you know, we barely got a glimpse of her powers in the. It's like her powers are evolving. She she doesn't fully understand her powers. Yeah. Like she's fully intangible, going all foot kitty pride and stuff all the way through this and stuff. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, them falling down. And <laughs> favorite, favorite line. It's there. Uh, Is it Nick Fury? The Ka- when he's- Khan and the Fury see somebody hit the ground. He goes, "Oh, yeah. it's Carol." <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's Carol. It's fine. Yeah. Well, Nick Fury has so many funny moments. It's even though, like before that, where he's like sitting on the thing, and then um, uh, she says like, "Sword stands for whatever." whatever, whatever. And Nick Fury. Nick Fury, <laughs> Nick Jackson's face just sort of. Nick uh, well, Jackson, fucking hell, yeah, the young bucks are in this. <laughs> um, Samuel Jackson's face of just um, when uh, she's like says it all. He's like, "That's classified." <laughs> also, Kamala raises a very good point. Why are all those tablets clear? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, she's like, "Why if this is classified? Why are the tablets clear?" Very good point. Maybe secret. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the movie ends yeah. before the credits. Yeah, crazy. Uh, <laughs> with uh, Kamala meeting Kate Bishop. Kid Bishop, uh, yeah. you know, who's uh, chilling out in an apartment. I don't know if it's her apartment that got burnt down, being refurbished, but mm. she's got she's with Pizza Dog, so that's good. Still in Hawkeye gear, so she's still uh, got the Hawkeye moniker. And Kamala does a version of Nick Fury's talk to Tony Stark at the end of Iron Man. Yeah. It was so good. I just love that Kamala, like, it's not Deadpool, like, breaking the third wall, but her being a super fan of the avengers allows her you can just imagine like oh she read a book she read a non-authorized autobiography (laughs) about nick fury and how the avengers perform so she knows the lines that's sort of how i played it off in my head like she she knows what was said sort of thing um and it works so well because yeah it's not like deadpool actually talking to the audience but 
Um, she just gets to like do that thing, and yeah, a few people in my cinema just start chuckling straight over as soon as she just started riffing off the line, sitting in the seat, and stuff like that. Um, and I mean, just our first glimpses, those characters interacting, and the the whole idea of this now building toward the the young Avengers, and how much when yes. I think about what I've been loving in the MCU. The, the core factor, even if I'm like, yeah, the movie was bad or TV show bad, what are, you know, continue, continue, continue. But all the young characters, they're just like, even if they're in bad things, they're just good in them, even if they're a shit movie or TV show. So, the, yeah, yeah, I just hope that they, I hope they get their shit together because, like, all of them has, have been so good so far that I just want them to actually have good stories to, mm. to be in. Yeah. And then we cut to the mid credit scene. And Monica wakes up in a bed. With Maria Rambo looking at her, what? That's crazy. Uh, and then who comes in to check on her? Hold on, pause, oh. pause. Because I just want to say that her acting, um, what's her name? Uh, Lashasha, Latasha Lynch. Her Lashana acting, Lynch, yeah. Lashana Lynch, like her dead face. As you've got, um, and what's the actor that plays um, Rambo? Oh, fuck, I can't remember her name now. Uh, um, but, but her, like her, like dead, I don't know tomorrow, how. Tomorrow, no. To to to, to Tiona Paris. Tiona yeah. So her like heartbreaking mum compared to the deadpan of I don't know who the fuck you are. I was like, oh man. Oh, in the flashback, yeah. No, just the the sequence where at the end of oh, after okay, it's yeah. like th- those two looking at each other. I was just like, one's performing this heartbreaking. Oh my god, I'm seeing my okay. mum, and the other yeah. one's just doing. I have no idea who the hell you are. Like, it's yeah. yeah. I thought it was good. But yeah. Guess who comes in to check on them? Beast! Boy. Played by Kelsey Grammer from X3 with the X2 theme playing. Why not? And then you look up in the background, you see the X doors from the original trilogy of films. Crazy. And then uh, Maria Rambo stands up and she's got on oh, no, a costume. It's like, who the hell are you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, in my um, so the current after- going theory okay, that yeah, I checked yeah. on Twitter from because yeah. apparently the scene leaked before. Right, of course, somehow. Of course. Also, the final trailer or teaser, or whatever, is a shot of her like from mid, like it's a mid shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I saw that. I watched the final trailer because I did a news story for it, so I actually watched the trailer. I remember yeah. thinking like, oh, that's that's obviously some cameo, or whatever. But yeah, um, I never caught on to. I mean, heaps of people think it was Storm, but yeah, it, it's a Monica Rambo in. Uh, it seems to be an alternate oh, universe. Oh, I see. You've added a note. Uh, yeah, I added a note. Okay. Uh, Captain Marvel in the form binary, which is a version of Captain Marvel from or Carol Danvers from back in the eighties, uh, who has recently been re-brought into the comics as a clone, energy form clone of Captain Carol Danvers. It's very confusing. That sounds very confusing, yes. What's that have to do But with yeah, it's thing? just a we'll just say it's an alternate universe Captain Marvel. Yeah. I, mean, I think probably thing- probably just to distinguish this Captain Marvel from the one that got destroyed in yeah, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Now I put in do you do you, would you agree with the way I said it in the original thing where it's like I, I googled like was there an Earth assigned and apparently there was an Earth assigned they to the original X Men Fox universe of uh ten thousand and five. So Apparently that was up for the original Fox run of X-Men movies. And then the ones after Days of Future Past, they said they'd never actually assigned what universe they were from. So I'm assuming that this is just that universe, if it's Kelsey Grammer, X3. Mm. 
that's that's sort of how that works. So then the big question is, and I don't mind this because I think it, I, I guess it works is you get one last hoorah of whoever wants to come get a paycheck for from the a, Fox for, movies from the well yeah so whoever wants to turn up to do like one scene or maybe a couple scenes whatever for whatever movie or program they choose to do maybe the Secret Invasion movie or whatever um Wars. Secret Wars movie sorry fuck um Secret Wars movie um. When they decide to do all that, um, you might get some of the original cast, you know, maybe Stuart and McKellen and whatever. If they're, you, you know, well, well enough. You know. Yeah, if that's what I mean. Like, I feel like yeah, any so, of those yeah. people who wants to turn up and get a final paycheck, I feel like that makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'd use them as the ones going, oh, I want a final paycheck, but yes. No, no, yeah, yeah, I know. But More you know like what I mean? Like, Anna Paquin, Sean yeah. Ashmore. Yeah, yeah. The guy who played Toad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sort of like it, though, that they're returning to the, the OG Fox universe because um, presumably, you know, the Secret Wars event ends with like the comic where it's like this this universe is combined into reset, a new yeah. Vernus and it's a sort of a reset which will work because then they get to have their own x-men with potentially some other characters and whatever else so um yeah, yeah i think that makes sense yeah i think it does um again this was the thing that i think of saw got spoiled or was rumored around the last few days before the movie's released that beast was going to be in the movie which mm-hmm. seems a weird choice for any x-men character but you know I feel like it's like a highly recognizable X-Men character while also not such a too blowing your load too early. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's obscure enough, I guess. Well, people go, that's an X-Men character. Yeah. People go, that's the beast guy. He's in all the movies, but it's not, not the ones that ma- we, not the, it's not the, the ones that they one. would pay to go see movie tickets to watch beast though. You know? No. Uh, but yeah. It's it's interesting at the very least, and I'm sure you know it got people's tongues wagging that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So a, I want to tell you two things. This shit what? starts happening. Beast shows up on the screen. Dude, a couple rows behind me, yells out, "I hear, oh my god, they're doing it!" Right. So this is this dude's reaction. Now, not to skip ahead too far, but then we sit through the rest of the credits <laughs> and we find out there's not a second uh, after credit sequence. Uh, and this, this, the, there's a flurking sound. Yeah, cool. Don't care. Not doesn't. Did you get enough of them doesn't in the care. movie? This same dude, after getting super excited over Beast, I then hear like it goes silent after the you know it fades out to black and then the lights come on. I just hear loudly, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and then I I think I couldn't see him because it was a few rows away. I assume he was then apologizing to someone that must have been around him because then I, all I hear is, "I'm sorry, but I mind my language, but it's just it's a Marvel movie." And they didn't have an after credit scene. And I'm thinking, well, they just did, mate. You just watched it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No. Even if they were to have another scene at the end, it would have been like a joke scene, you know? Yeah, it's usually like the, it would, the two-second like punchline. Bit, like, yeah. the, it would have been Kamala, like, them trying to fix the house again or something, you know? Yeah. Like, it, would, it wouldn't have been like a serious uh, thing. Um, does this make you question how important Deadpool 3 is? No, like, Deadpool is going to be... Never going to be important. <laughs> like, but is it going to tie into you know no. everything now? No. Okay. It'll have jo- it'll have jokes about this. I will be shocked if that doesn't beast mention- really. Yeah, something you like only fought no. beast. <laughs> like all of that, but will Deadpool three have a larger impact and play into the the storyline? No, no. Cool. The main reason is because they're making that movie 
Am I right? Hmm. Yeah, the kids can't watch it. Who cares? Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other final thoughts on the Marvels? Um, well, fuck Beast, because he's actually the reason I feel like this movie is worse than it needed to be, because they had to tie in the fucking after credit sequence. You don't think she would have been sent to another universe if it... No. She would have just survived. They move into the house together. I don't know. I, th- I feel like the ending was compl- should have was completely different. I feel like they've just changed everything. Interesting. All right, let's know what you thought of the Marvels. What's your theory on what happened to the end of the movie, uh, and what do you think is 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 the plan going leading up to Secret Wars? Let us know by going to explosion.com slash Twitter or jump to Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at all new Marvel Cast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Leave us five stars. Anyone can leave five stars or just tell people about this. The number one Australian made Marvel podcast on the internet. And if you enjoyed this episode, thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosion.com slash support. Uh, so I guess we'll be back here tomorrow or in a few days. For the season finale of Loki, you looking forward to that? No. Alright, well, watch that and join us next time for another all new Marvel cast. Marvel.